Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, I'm Vanessa Bayer, and this is my brother, Jonah. And we are so excited to have you hear the latest season of our nostalgia-themed podcast, How Did We Get Weird? Not only do you get to know me and my brother, you get to know the stories that made us the absolutely rad people we are today. Check out our episodes where we've welcomed hilarious guests like our friend Andy Samberg. That's it! That's really it! And Queen Casey Wilson. I really went cart before the horse. I said, I think I have an opportunity to interview Leonardo DiCaprio. (laughs) As a high school student. And you do not want to miss out on our funny segments like (laughs) Change.Dork. Change.Dork. And congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Listen to our podcast, How Did We Get Weird, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Bruce Bozzi. On the last season of Table for Two, we had some good times with some of the best guests you could possibly ask for. Table for Two is a bit different from other interview shows. We sit down at a great restaurant for a meal, and the stories start flowing. We're back for a second season. We'll be breaking bread with Colin Jost, Michael Mann, Divine Joy Randolph, just to name a few. Listen and subscribe to Table for Two on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The following episode of the Brooklyn Boys podcast was recorded on August 23rd, which is why it references things that happened already as future events. So let's all time travel. Episode 227, the Brooklyn Boys podcast, yada, yada, yada. All right, let's just get to it. We have to address the 800-pound gorilla in the room right up front. I mean, there's no time for theme songs today. No. No, there isn't. I mean, we're starting up. The boys are back in town. Whatever you want to hum. Uh, <laughs> I just I didn't want to do the music, but we will. You know, we'll, we'll do a regular podcast. This is a regular podcast. Uh, so uh, we're back. The Brooklyn <laughs> boys are back. And then next week we're off because we're on a cruise. So. Right. Yeah. Okay. No speculation there. We are going on a cruise together. <laughs> So we do want to play for you a little later in the podcast, like toward the end. Oh, go uh, ahead and introduce my bit. Brody's new feature called I'm Leaving. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let me interrupt uh, Mr. Jones for a second. Um, you guys, at this point, I'm assuming you know that I, I left the Elvis Duran morning show. And it's a long explanation as to why I left. And we're going to play you the audio of me talking about it on the Elvis Duran morning show from... What was the date? Friday, August okay. 19th. Yeah. Yeah. So you can go and listen to the Elvis Trend on Demand channel. I hope you probably already have. But in case you uh, haven't, we're going to provide it for you here. Right. And uh, and uh, so this way it's all encapsulated in one shot. Otherwise, I got to repeat it all again. And uh, I don't want to live it again. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was fun. It was I mean, it was it was fun to talk on the air that much. Uh, but it, but it was uh, it was good to explain because, listen, First and foremost, let me take a minute to thank all of the slices for unbelievable 
support on the chat pages and on social media. Uh, even though you had some crazy conspiracy theories, which I address in the clip you'll hear, it's out of love that you came up with them and out of out of sticking up for me and all that. There's no reason to stick up for me, but I do appreciate the support and the unbelievable kind words and funny words and appreciative words. They all meant a lot to me. So I did want to yeah. get that out. And, and none of those conspiracies were true. But you guys would make great screenwriters. Let me tell you, if you want to, you know, if you want fiction and you want to, you know, I think we come to the slices if, it's, if we want to. I'm dying. Do My wife's sick. <laughs> You'll hear it all on the clip later. <laughs> Um, I also, a lot of people, um, said things on social media to me, like, um, I'll miss your sarcasm and wit. Um, uh, good luck in the future. And I said, well, you'll still hear my sarcasm and wit on the Brooklyn boys podcast. Yes. And I'll, and I would say 70% of them said the what? So <laughs> I don't know how they are big fans of mine and don't know about the podcast, but that's okay. Yeah. So we have a job to do. Hopefully they're listening from episode zero. Well, th- we let's have- l- listen to this one first and then go back to episode zero. Well, we can't tell them that. They're not hearing it. I told them to ep- listen to episode zero. So huh. I said, start from zero because that's what you tell people. So they're going to find out about what happens to you until like two years when they're caught well, up. So my point is, uh, if you see new people in the in the uh, slice page and new people on social media, reach out to them, welcome them to the family. That's Absolutely. All. And on that note, uh, we will be having our Brooklyn Boys meet up number one. That's oh, M-E-A-T 100%. up at Benjamin Steakhouse Prime. And there's three Benjamin Steakhouses in Midtown Manhattan. So make sure you go to the one that says Benjamin Steakhouse Prime. Okay. But the information on how you could... Hang out with us. It's a three-course dinner, which includes free dessert yes. for $99.95. Make your reservation ahead of time because the it is a limited uh, space available. So yeah, and, uh, and, and we're and filling up fast. Way, making a reservation includes leaving your credit card to show that you're actually coming, yeah. that you're locked in, ripped the knob off kind of thing. So um, there's some room left, but I, I would not leave it up to a phone call reservation. Right. And then I would take care of it. Details on do. that at... BenjaminSteakhouse.com, and we'll see you Saturday, September 10th, 5 o'clock. Yeah, and by the way, I think you can go to BenjaminSteakhouse.com slash Brooklyn Boys. Or Brooklyn, yeah. And it'll go right there. Yeah, either way. Yeah. If Mm -hmm. you're a fan of slashes and things like that. Yeah. So, hey, by the way. I love how I love how as you were, as you decided you know you you were you were leaving the morning show you you call me out on your way out the door about something that I did that I. From the from the weekend, and this kind of this kind of got okay. to me a little bit. Okay. I'm like, you know, what? I right. bit my tongue because I'm like, oh, Brody's having his moment. I'm gonna all let. Right. It. But on the podcast, all right, all I, bets I are off, and the gloves are coming off. Well, here's the thing: you're gonna hear me describe it in the clip later. I well, no, you won't, because I I was on the whole show. So, th- by the way, go back and listen to the Elvis Morning Show from Friday on the On Demand channel. I was on the entire show from seven to ten East Coast time. So that's not on this podcast. Only the first break that I did when I first explained right. why I was so, leaving. Yeah. So why don't you reiterate okay. that? So the Sunday, so uh, I, the week of the 8th was my last week, right? I worked the 8th uh, and then I had, I had uh, scheduled to be off on the 9th because I was getting my daughter at the airport coming back from Europe. And uh, by the way, somebody said, why is he spending more time with his family? And his daughter came back from Europe and now he's leaving for Europe. Okay, my daughter's coming home. She's home now. She's home permanently. I'm only going away for a week. My job would have been permanent. So this one listener didn't understand. She was upset. 
that it didn't make any sense. Why would I go to Europe if, I, if I'm leaving my job to spend more time with my family? My daughter comes home from Europe and then I leave for Europe. Well, the cruise isn't my schedule. The cruise is when the show is getting on a cruise because we have a partnership with Norwegian Cruise Line. It's my last work thing. And my daughter decided to come home when she wanted. She doesn't plan her coming homes around my Norwegian right. Okay, cruise you line. don't have to get into the weeds on it, but okay. okay. Right. So, so... Go ahead. So okay, so that was the eighth and the ninth, and then I, you know, I had I had conversations with the big wigs, and we were working everything out, and it was very stressful to me because it was a lot of you know paperwork, and 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 you have to you know because uh, we had contracts with the Brooklyn Boys and different things, we had to work out details about me not being an employee with the podcast. It doesn't matter, but that's why it took a little while. So I'm very stressed about it all going smoothly, and and thinking about what I'm going to say on the air when it's my time to come on. And I, I, my daughter needs me to drop her off at a, the train station not far from Skiri's house, right? She wants to go into Manhattan. So I drop her off and I call Skiri and I said, hey, ma'am, I had asked you to bring, um, to bring some stuff home for me that I left in the studio. Can I swing by? I'm five minutes away. So, of course, Skiri goes, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, I'll come down. Great. I'm five minutes away. I get there about eight minutes later because there was a street closure. I had to go around and around and I get there. And I pull up to Scary's big circular driveway with his big doorman fancy entrance. Okay, all right. That's not, the, you know, I live in a humble abode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A so humble I'm, abode. Yes. So I, so I sit there and I'm waiting, I'm waiting. And I'm there like 10 minutes, which is now 17 minutes since I said I'll be there in five. I go, what the hell? So I text him. And I'm like, I'm here. Almost 10 minutes go by. And he, he comes down and my box of stuff is at the front door. It wasn't like he was trying to gather it or he couldn't find it. Now, a normal person, <laughs> when you say, I'll be there in five minutes and you live in an apartment building, high up on a mega floor, you start coming down. You're like, oh. So like, oh, Brody stuff's in the lobby. I'll just come down now. I'm dressed, which you are, but you didn't come down. So first and foremost, what the hell were you waiting for? Okay. Here's what happened. Lincoln Park. I, I was invited to a pool party, okay? And I was changing into my bathing suit. And, uh, when, uh, and by uh, the way, you you give me no, no time. You that's gave a me lie. A, nope. That's a lie. How much heads up you did you me. give me? How much heads up did you give me that okay, you, I, you I didn't, said, you said, hey man, I'm in the neighborhood. I want to yep. pick up that box of stuff. Yeah, so, I said I'm like five minutes away. All right, yeah, but the thing is, you can't interrupt my Sunday when I'm just, I have a flow to my Sunday okay. and I'm and I'm hanging out with my friends. It's my leisure time. And you just interrupt with a phone call and, and say, yeah. How, hey, I'm five minutes away. Oh, so you, so said, you introduced be- this idea. You spring yeah. it upon me. Yeah, 100%. Hold on. So, so now I have to yeah. stop what I'm doing. Oh, what were you doing? Because you I lied was to me then. Putting on, well, you- hold on. I was putting on sunblock, and I had an Uber that was coming for me, so I canceled the Uber That's immediately. A That's a lie. That's not a lie. I didn't share lie this with you. you. It's a lie based on what you said to me later. So Doesn't make sense. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Mm-hmm. So then I go downstairs, and then mm-hmm. you know it took me a while to actually spring into motion. But yeah. here's, uh, here's how uh, I see uh, this. Uh, if I'm, If you're just giving me a five minute heads up that you're coming to my apartment to pick something up when there was no plan to do that prior to that. I have every right to take a couple of extra minutes yeah. to get on board and, you know, and, and get eight, downstairs. 18 minutes. 18 minutes. Well, you were in the neighborhood. You obviously weren't going anywhere. 
Well, why couldn't you say to me on the phone, hey, man, I got to cancel an Uber. I'm putting sunblock on. I'm doing all these because things. Because it was all minutiae. It wasn't about that. It wasn't about me. It was you just, said, I had to write down. I had to hand, right hand you this box. Yeah, he said, i right down. So he comes down 18 minutes later and he looks stressed. I go, okay, what's the matter? Now, keep in mind, I'm having a stressful week. Just a lot on my mind. I got, you know, things going on. And I say, hey, man, what's going on? Oh, oh they're ruining my Sunday. I saw it. I say, well, who's ruining his Sunday? Is our company calling him because there was a problem with the shows? Uh, is there something that went wrong over the weekend? What's go? What are they? I said, like, what's going on? Who's calling you, dude? I'm gonna get the second name wrong. It doesn't really matter. He goes, dude, you don't understand. They're driving me crazy. Who? What's the matter? You, you, look, you look terrible. You look like you saw a ghost. He says, Dave, Dave and Jimmy, they're. They want me Not to come Dave to our Dave and Falco. Okay, Dave and oh, Jimmy Dave is Falco. a morning show from Columbus. Yeah, I know, but I couldn't remember the second name. I told you that. So Dave and Falco. Oh, Dave and Falco. You don't understand. They're calling me nonstop. They want me to come to a rooftop pool and have drinks with them on a Sunday when I'm relaxing. So I go, I look at him, I go, oh. Oh, so you, you have the problems. You have the stress. Okay. My bad. But My this bad. is typical Brody is trying scary. to flip the script because once again... I was enjoying my Sunday, yeah, and tragic. I did you a favor. Tragic. You, you, were, you were invited to a pool, and you didn't know if you wanted to go. I felt like uh, the guy is five minutes away from me, and he's calling my house, giving yep. me five minutes of notice. Uh, you know what? Let me let me just stop what I'm doing and drop everything well, what were you doing? and get him you, his you, box of shit. Your day was being ruined by David Falco, who wanted you to... You're like, oh, I'm trying to relax on no. a Sunday. And they're, 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 they're well, because I wanted to make it look like that, you know, that that I, I had other things in irons in the fire, which I did, and and that I there was a lot happening. So yeah, so I was eighteen minutes late. So I made you wait for how how long? Twelve minutes. Well, thirteen total from the five. You said you'd be down thirteen minutes, roughly, with the seven That's minutes I got bad. there. So. That's not bad. That I actually stopped what I was doing and then and. and did an so about you want, face so and, you made, and made you. you only. I want you to thank thank me because I could have quickly said I could have easily said you know something, dude, I'm busy. Come back another day and then make you make a forty minute drive out here to my place on a random day of the week when you had no intention of coming out here. So you should thank me. Yeah. For saying, hey, you know what? I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop what I'm doing. I'm gonna drop yeah. everything. And I'm gonna hang uh, with bro. Okay. Yeah. You know, you know, yeah, 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 and then and then what'd you do when I when I when I you said I gotta go? You went walk around the court. You went grocery shopping. Well, I, I had to, I had to get a bottle of liquor because I can't show uh, up empty-handed. Right to the pool party that you didn't really want to go to. No, they ruined, well, it was they ruined last your Sunday. Listen, I'm a spontaneous guy. Oh, oh, Bo, Except when I call you, then you're not spontaneous. No. Thank you, thank you. No. The spontaneous I'm, I'm is spontaneous. like, oh, Brody's coming. I'm a spon- Brody's coming. I'm going to get up right now and run downstairs. Spontaneous. You just gave me a whole speech about how, oh, you interrupted me. I had to like, I had to do stuff. I had minutia. My point Took me is. 18 minutes. My, That's not spontaneous. My, my point, my point is Busted. I spontaneously decided to go to this party. Everything right. happened within a half hour and then your call came in. So you told me you weren't sure you wanted to go. I wasn't sure if I wanted to go. I didn't. No, that was another thing. Because after after I went to go get that bottle, I still had to go back upstairs and change into a bathing suit because I didn't have a bathing suit on. So yeah, so uh, yeah, my day was thrown into flux. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. And I see there's zero fucks given on your uh, uh, on your behalf. You spent the whole night Instagramming your pool life. Come on.
Come on. Am I supposed to just... Am I really supposed to just kowtow to you all of a sudden? Oh, here, oh, the master, David Brody, is calling me. Let me stop everything. Listen. You hadn't seen me in six days. It would have been nice if you you hustled down a little bit. Let's go. Let's hustle. You were in the neighborhood. I was doing you the favor. I was the one. Uh, I was the one who got that stuff together for you. I was the one who brought it home and schlepped it to my apartment. Yeah. Okay. Uh So okay. So I I expect that apology right now. Uh, You should just hit the commercials. The Brooklyn Boys Podcast. We will be right back. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, I'm Bruce Bozzi. On the last season of Table for Two, we had some good times at the table enjoying lunch with some of the best guests you could possibly ask for. People like George Clooney, Julia Roberts, Scarlett Johansson, and the beautiful Sarah Jessica Parker, to name a few. Table for Two is a bit different from other interview shows. We sit down at a great restaurant for a meal, maybe a glass of rosé, and the stories start flowing. It is intimate, revealing, and often hilarious. We're back for a second season, and the guests are going to be just as incredible. We'll be breaking bread with Colin Jost, Michael Mann, Divine Joy Randolph, just to name a few. And this time around, we're going even deeper, and we'll have something new for you each week. We'll talk about the big breaks, heartbreaks, and of course, food. So I hope you'll pull up a chair and join us for the latest season. Listen and subscribe to Table for Two on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Same uh, old Brody. Yeah. Well, Same gonna, old Brody. The podcast is not going to change. Uh, speaking of of, uh, of slices, I wanted to send a shout out to someone I haven't heard from on social media. It's not about the grape soda for me, uh, but I have, I have not seen her Twitter account. I don't think she has a Twitter account anymore. And I want to make sure she's okay and that she and her family are still listening. So uh, shout out to Lacey Goodman. I hope everything's good with you. Uh, find a way to reach out to us if you're oh, not on Twitter Lacey, anymore. Oh, Lacey, I remember her. Grape soda Lacey from Alabama. Yes, how she she, um, she doing okay now? You gonna ask me a question? I just said what I know. All right. Well, well, Lacey. Hey, I haven't heard from Lacey in a while. Hey, Brody, how's Lacey? Feel better. Oh, yeah. Well, feel we better, Lacey. We don't know if she needs to feel better. We don't know. Uh, uh, also, yeah. Shout out to EDMS underscore memes. Um, 
they uh, they are a, a Instagram account of run by Slices. I'm assuming uh, definitely uh, uh, EDMS fans. Yeah, and they put up hilarious memes about our show. Sometimes a different meme for each member of the show. And uh, apparently uh, Friday, I guess, after uh, my final day on the air, they put up a uh, an Ask Me Anything and said, what do you like most about Brody? And you can go to e- EDMS underscore memes and look at their saved stories and look at them. I am, I don't, there's no names attached, but I am uh, blown away by the, uh, the kind words from people. So huh. thank you for that. Very That's nice. That's so sweet. Thank, thank you, EDMS underscore memes, for doing that. That was very nice. So, so I have uh, my boy, Toilet Brian. Remember Toilet Brian? Yeah, he falls asleep on the toilet. Yeah. Well, he gets drunk or whatever. Or he's tired. He falls asleep on your toilet. Yeah, this, usually. This, this happened back in uh, when we were in Vegas together, hanging out. The guy, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a. I got to look this up. If people get drunk and they go and they fall asleep on the toilet in the middle of the night, but they always they always Presley it. Yeah. Well, yesterday uh, we went out. Toilet Brian was in town. Of course, he's crashing on my couch for a few days. Has he ever paid for a hotel when he comes to the area? No. No. Well, should I charge him rent? No. But I think he, I think he should be more respectful of your toilet. Is what I'm saying. Well, Go on. What happened? So, <laughs> I. <laughs> so we got home last night. Well, I get home and he stayed out drinking till all hours. That's Brian. Of course. I wake up this morning. To go into the, to, you know, I had to get get up, go to work, go into the bathroom, turn the light on. There he is, living up to his name. <laughs> Brian on the toilet, asleep. He was asleep on the toilet again. <laughs> now, this time I didn't take any pictures, uh, but I still have that, that classic picture from that time in Vegas, which I'm like, is this really happening right now? He literally had his, his pants around his ankles. He was sitting on the toilet and his, uh, his hand between his leg to keep his... Uh, yeah, you know, his penis, uh, you know, down, I guess. Oh, Whatever. speaking of penises, I've got some penis audio later. Oh, leave it at that. Let's okay. move on. But yeah, so I'm like, oh, by the way, it's not audio of a penis. Uh, so I just want to make that clear. So I'm like, yo, Brian, Brian, yo, wake up, wake up, dude. I, I, I got to get in here. I got to go take a shower, go to work. But, you know, so so I, he finally did wake up. He's like, huh? I'm like, dude, dude, get hold of yourself. <laughs> Finish up. <laughs> but who falls asleep on the toilet? Huh? Brian. So what did he say? Did he say anything? Who else falls asleep on the toilet? Oh, uh, no one I know but Brian. Right? Exactly. So Brian is an anomaly. I don't know. But maybe the slices know people who fall asleep on the toilet. I don't know. I just It's just a weird place. It's got to be a very uncomfortable sleep, too. I mean, you know, who? T- I, I don't know. But whatever. We'll move on from that. So, yeah, he's in town. Hanging out, got a chance to see him. And my boy, Tall Darren. Remember Tall Darren from London? Well, not from London, but yeah, I mean, Tall Darren. Darren from here, but moved to London. Right, He's in yep. town with his family. It's just a very busy, hectic week. But I feel like everybody wants to see me. And here I am, 48 hours away from uh, having to, uh, to to embark on this, this trip to Iceland. So if you ask me, when it rains, it pours. And then I'll go a whole month when nobody asks me to do shit. But now everybody's in town. Everybody wants to hang out. Hey, can you do this? Hey, can you go out here? Can you? I, you know, and I stood home tonight. I, this is the, my dedication to you, Brody. You know, the Mets are playing the Yankees at Yankee Stadium. Toilet Brian yeah. and a bunch of my friends 
all went to get to the game tonight. They had an extra ticket. And they asked me if I wanted to go. And at first I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll, let me go. Let, let me let me, let me, me really burn the candle at both ends here. And then I thought, oh, wait a second. We got to record. So so here we are. You all right there, buddy? You're very, you, you're quiet. No, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. You, you had mentioned the Mets-Yankee game. You guys know we're Mets fans. I, you may not be Mets fans. I know a lot of you might be Phillies fans. Um, I would like to shout out the general. Scary. Do you know who the general is? Uh, not the not the car not, not, guy. And not the chicken? General So? No, not General So's chicken. No. The general. Who's so, the general? If you're a Mets fan, you know who the seven-line army is. If you're not a Mets fan, the seven train is the New York City subway that goes to City Field. So this large group of Mets fans that wear the same uh, color shirts yep. uh, call themselves the seven-line army. They sit in the, in the center field bleachers. In New York, right, at the Mets games. But they also will have like a, a season-long tour where they'll buy out like 1,500 tickets in a section around the, the country and the stadiums that for other teams are aware of them and will put aside tickets sometimes, okay. right? Because they're selling 1,500 tickets. Who wouldn't want to sell 1,500 tickets? So you can follow these guys and like, oh, we're all going to San Diego on the third. Okay, well, the Mets played the Phillies this past weekend. And, you know, the first pitch... Scary, I had the honor of throwing out the first pitch at a Mets game. And we've we've thrown out first pitches at Brooklyn Cyclones games and Staten Island Yankee games. It's a big honor. It's a big to-do. Um, but usually you're you're a fan of the home team, right? You, right. I mean, you should be. Right. Well, at Citizens Bank Park, where the Phillies play this past weekend, a man known as the general from the Seven Line Army, not the founder, but he's known as the general, whatever he got his title from, that's, that's what they call him. His Mets jersey says general on the back. Okay. He threw out the first pitch at the Phillies-Mets game. How the hell did at he? At Citizens Bank Park. How did he do that? Well. Why would the Phillies welcome that? Because he's, because he's they a, have a, the biggest they, salesperson. <laughs> he, he, won, he sold the most tickets for the Phillies. Well, you're very close. The Phillies have a rule that if you sell... I don't know, 1,500 tickets approximately, you get to throw out the first pitch. Like, thank you for doing that. Here's your honor. Well, the Seven Line Army sold, I think, 1,400 and something tickets. So they got the honor as the people buying it. And he organized it or he was he was elected as a rep for the Seven Line Army. Hilarious. So a guy in a Mets jersey. He was on, he was in a, a guy in a Mets jersey was on the mound. On going, the mound. I love it, this. At a Phillies game. And they were, of course, booing him. So to me, that is Mets fan of the month for doing that. Dude, Mets That's fan amazing. of the year. And you know what? Kudos for the Philly, to the Phillies, the organization, for honoring that. Because they could have easily said, nah, sorry. And well, just totally changed said, the rules. But they could have said, you can't wear the Mets jersey on the field. That's like taking a dump in their clubhouse. I mean, that is just, that's not good. You can't do that. But they did they, it. They allowed it. I'm surprised. So, and he threw it to a Philly catcher. Yeah. So shout out. <laughs> shout out to the general. Do you have footage of this? This is great. Yeah, it's online. You can I, find I it. I didn't know. This. What night was this? Saturday night? S maybe the doubleheader. That's maybe. great. And they sold 1,500 tickets. Yeah, fourteen or fifteen hundred, and that's uh, awesome. That's a lot of money for the Phillies. Maybe it was or Friday. The Phillies organization, good, good for them. I yeah, guess. just Google Mets fan throws out first pitch 
at the uh, Phillies game. That's bad. It's they're, a bad look. They're, they're, Philly, I'm sorry. I'm not a Phillies fan. I'm not rooting for you. But I'm sorry. That's that's not good. That's not good. No, Imagine, I think it's a great thing. I think they they honored a promise. They, yeah, listen, but the, the owner is not the fans. The owner is getting ripped for it. He put he put a monet he put a price. I guess he never thought that the deal would work out that way, but he should have planned ahead. There should have been a stipulation in the contract. You can't wear oh, a Mets way, jersey. They can't wear the other team's jersey. Ah, come yeah, on. Ah, yeah. I had a fun weekend actually. Um, my, my parents joined me and my, my sister, her my, my brother in law, the kids, my oh. girlfriend, my girlfriend. We all we were down at the uh the Jersey Shore, and we had a nice family fun day at the Jersey Shore in Asbury Park. You know, my favorite place. Yeah. And I don't know if, if, if maybe maybe my parents are the anomaly. I don't know if they're the ones that do it and no one else does, but I'll, my mother's like, starts like three o'clock. She starts like wrapping up. She's like, all right, gotta go, uh, gotta go in the room, gotta get dressed and gotta leave. I'm like, ma, it's a beautiful Friday afternoon. Friday was gorgeous. I'm like, it's gorgeous. There's not a cloud in the sky. There's low humidity. It's 82 degrees. Though even the pool was heated. She was in the pool. She, and, and, you know, I'm like, the, the day is not done. And where are you guys going? She's, oh, we got a barbecue to go to tomorrow afternoon that we got to get ready for. A like, day in advance? Well, th- this is what I guess Clearly, happens. This is what happens when you get old. Clearly, they aren't spontaneous like their son, Scary Jones. They said... My mother's like, yeah, we got to go. I said, well, what are, you, what are you in a rush for? Let's hang out till at least five, six o'clock, and then you go home, and then you go to dinner, whatever. They weren't even hungry. They had no dinner on the agenda. There was nowhere to go to the rest of the night. So she's like, I, I got to make a salad. And I'm like, what? what? She goes, yeah. She goes, everyone's bringing something to this barbecue for tomorrow, and I got to make a salad. I'm like, how long does it take to make a fucking salad? <laughs> You, you, you gotta buy. Okay, even oh, was if, even it a if pasta? You, was it a macaroni salad? No, it was just it was it was like tomatoes and onions and cucumbers and and lettuce oh salad. You all just the, go buy that. All the then. shit that you hate. So you go to Costco. She's like, I gotta salad. make a big salad. And 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 I and, and I and I said, all right, look, I get it. You don't want to buy a pre-made one, but even if you don't have anything in the house and you gotta make a stop at a grocery store and buy all the ingredients for the salad and then bring it home and then chop everything and then what because it was a giant salad they were like 25 40 people, minutes 25 40 people, minutes 40 minutes tops tops right and then and then another maybe let's call it out an hour to make the salad because it's gourmet and she's got to chop stuff up so the the whole process in going to the store buying the stuff taking the stuff home chopping cutting collating how long does that take brody i said for 40 minutes i, I, man, I no, know give, give it two oh, hours oh, oh, oh. An older woman, two hours. Say two hours. All right, but let me ask you a question. I know why, the answer. What, to- then why the fuck does she got to leave at three o'clock? She's got to mentally prepare to make a salad to bring she to a to barbecue. Get her, the next get a day, manicure? by the way. Dude, if that was me or you, what we do? We, we wake up the morning of. It's like, oh, fuck, I got to make a salad. Yeah, no, I go buy like, a salad like, from a catering place. <laughs> or if I, at 11 o'clock in the morning, I'll, I'm like sitting there chopping up shit. And then I'm rolling out of my house. That All same right. day. But, th- right. but she needed, for whatever reason, this mentally prepare or this mental block. And what was your father doing? Was he like, okay. Like, oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, my, yeah. 
Okay, so we gotta go. She's gotta make a salad. I, I know like, the. I'm I know like, you guys the, are like in paradise right now. We're, this is we got. We got it. We got. They're the worried in seat. advance. We got the they're cushiony chairs. We, there's only six cushiony chairs at this hotel, and, and they got the cushiony ones, and they oh. had it for the day. They're did like, you get up early and 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 claim all the chairs? Or no, did you they know did. It? They got it at eight o'clock in the morning to get those chairs, and they're okay. ready. To, they're ready to part with them at three o'clock on a gorgeous sunny day because oh, they, you got to go to a store and buy the ingredients to make a salad for a barbecue that's not happening for another 24 hours? Get okay. the fuck out of here. So these are the kind of people that get up super early to get the chairs. So maybe your mom wanted to get up super early to get the best lettuce. Dude, no. It wasn't going down like that. All right, so I know the answer to this. But do you maybe Hold on. Yep. Hold yeah. on. Let me ask you a question first. What are the odds that your father offered to help in any way? Would he say, Ro, let me chop up something to help you out no, here? No, he's not no. into salads. He's into grill shit. Yeah, he grills. He would never help her in the kitchen cut stuff up. No. Right. Now he could have said, well, because he could have said, Ro, let's stay at the beach a little while. I'll help you cut up that lettuce. I'll just stay like an hour later. I'll help you. I'll do the shopping. I no. No, he didn't. So it's his fault then, too, because he didn't offer to help her. She knows she has to do it all by herself, and then he's going to take credit for the salad the next day. My- you know he's going to get credit. <laughs> You know, they're going to go, hey, uh, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Skiri, thank you for the salad. They're going to go, hey, no problem. He's going to go, no problem. It's our pleasure. Meanwhile, your mom made it. Your mom. You know that's your, 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 your mother. Your mother made it. Your my, mother made it. My parents are notorious for doing things like that. Where, for instance, hey, let's go to brunch on Sunday. And they're like, no, 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 no. We, I, we can't. We're leaving Wednesday for Maryland. We're going. Three days later. We're going to. We're going to. We're going to get crabs. Or no, we're going. Yeah, crab cakes and stuff. We're going to. You know. You know. Or we're going to Maine for lobster. Like they're going on one of their road trips. I'm like, dude, that's Wednesday. I'm like, what does it have to do with having brunch with your son on a Sunday? Oh, it's just too much. We got too much to do and prepare. I mean, I, I think maybe parents just get into that mode where they have to prepare for things like they or they can't they have to block out their schedule on four days on either side of something. I, I don't does, know. Does your mother only have one outfit? It's like I can't wear the outfit Sunday. I got to wear it Wednesday. <laughs> no, no, that's my I can't wear my Wednesday outfit on Sunday. I can't wear that to brunch. Or is she worried about gaining weight for her girlish figure? She's like this, none of it. None of it. None of it. It's possible, Scary. Now, now, hear me out here. It's possible. I'm trying to psychoanalyze your mom and your dad here. But from what I've read, they may hate you. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, look, let's, let's add up the facts. They make up some lame excuse about salad to get away from you, even <laughs> though they're in paradise. Then they make up some lame excuse why they can't go to brunch with you so that four days later, they can go somewhere else. Three days later. I, the only pattern I see and it makes any sense is they are doing and saying things that make no sense, but the ultimate prize is getting away from you. Okay, be it as it may. <laughs> I'm telling you, <laughs> this is preposterous. You know, and my girlfriend does the same thing, by the way. She 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 doesn't, uh, she's, she's similar. Sorry, she's similar. She's similar. Yeah, Six in what way? Tell me about it. Well, she had some. She's gotten some paid time off right now. Okay, her her company did a beautiful thing, which I wanted to talk about. Me um, too, by the way. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she she's taking some time off. She wants to get out of here. She she's going. Uh, and she wants to go. She she obviously has this Iceland trip with me. She's leaving with with me. Uh, well, she she's going on the trip right now. 
she still had all of last week off as her first week off. She was given oh, so six weeks. So she guess spent what? it at your place, right? No, out with you no, 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 no. She had stuff to do. But the point is, I'm telling her, make the most of your time and go somewhere for that first week, a few days. Why do you want to burn days doing nothing or whatever you'd want to do? What, hang with your girlfriends or do what you want to do. Detox and go to some yoga retreat. She loves that shit. And, well, <laughs> she's like, no, 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 no. We have the trip coming up. I mean, that's not for a week and a half after. That's like 12 days into your, your uh, little sabbatical there. And she's like, I can't go. I can't. See, to me, I'm just trying to eat up every last minute of free time. I'm like, well, fuck, man. I got 11 days before my right. trip to Iceland. I'm going to Costa Rica, followed by Puerto Rico and the Dominican Republic. And right. I'll see Spontaneous. And then Spontaneous. I'm, then I'm going to come home, and then the next day, I'm going to turn around and go to Iceland. I don't know. I just feel like I like to jam it all in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, jam it in. Spontaneous. Call your girlfriend up. Tell her that. Say, honey, I just want to jam it all in. See how that gets you. See where that goes. All right. All right. We got to take a break. Why? <laughs> I see, what I say? I see where this is going. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, I'm Bruce Bozzi. On the last season of Table for Two, we had some good times at the table enjoying lunch with some of the best guests you could possibly ask for. People like George Clooney, Julia Roberts, Scarlett Johansson, and the beautiful Sarah Jessica Parker, to name a few. Table for Two is a bit different from other interview shows. We sit down at a great restaurant for a meal, maybe a glass of rosé, and the stories start flowing. It is intimate, revealing, and often hilarious. We're back for a second season, and the guests are going to be just as incredible. We'll be breaking bread with Colin Jost, Michael Mann, Divine Joy Randolph, just to name a few. And this time around, we're going even deeper, and we'll have something new for you each week. We'll talk about the big breaks, heartbreaks, and of course, food. So I hope you'll pull up a chair and join us for the latest season. Listen and subscribe to Table for Two on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Chelsea Handler, and if you listen to my podcast, Dear Chelsea, you know that I love making space for women to share their stories. And that is why I'm excited to be part of Women Take the Mic, iHeartRadio's celebration of women who make music, influence change, and create culture. All month long, your favorite voices from talk radio, music, and podcasting will highlight the remarkable achievements made by women and discuss the most significant issues facing us today. Search Women Take the Mic to listen to a collection of International Women's Day episodes from iHeart's top podcasts, including Angela Yee's Lip Service, The Psychology of Your 20s, and Dear Chelsea. It is a great way to support women and discover your new favorite show. Listen to Women Take the Mic on the iHeart Radio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Where, where was it going? I don't know, man. It was going down a very dark path. Well, that's what I would hope you would hope for. hi hope. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I want to read a couple of uh, things from social media. Um, Kat, uh, Kezit, Kat on Twitter. In your honor, I got free dessert today. Went to a restaurant. They charged me for something I didn't order. Took 20 minutes to bring drinks. Another 20 for dessert. I demanded to speak with the manager, and he asked what I wanted, and I said, free dessert, winning. So, very good. Yep. So, let's see. Oh, I got uh, 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 Marathon Farrow. I hope I pronounced your name right. Sent me a, a, a adorable picture of him wearing a Brooklyn boy's hat holding his son. And he said, hi, Brody. Love the podcast. I'm Tony from uh, Connecticut. Just writing to say hello from the, from the Dominicans, from me and my son, Brian. He's adorable. Mm, nice. Love you guys. Keep up the great work. So uh, he got a Brooklyn boy's hat, which is a, a good reminder. Uh, Scary, what's the web address to get our, our merchandise? Brooklynboys.bigcartel.com. That's brooklynboys.bigcartel.com. Uh, Shelly W., that's at Love to Rescue. Uh, spelling makes a big difference. I think I will pass on these. Uh, she sent me a picture of muffins or little bread rolls. Maybe they're bread rolls. And it says, please use tongues to, to pick up pastries. That is a great, a great sign. Uh, and then uh, I think, it, oh, a couple, a couple more here. Um, Joshua Garcia says, anyone interested in tacos and sent a picture of a place called Stan's Tacos. I'm yes. not going to Stan's for tacos. Why? Does it it's have to a, be a Spanish name or Mexican or what? Uh, what? Hold on. Hold on. It's not a taco stand. It, look, we talked about this. Like Stacy's Pizza. Stan is an accountant. Stan works at a deli that sells corned beef. Stan doesn't make tacos. I'm sorry. Uh, listen, don't judge a book by its cover, man. Wait Just a minute. That's what, we, that's what we do. That's our podcast. Dude, we judge a book by its cover. You are. Once again, I'm the guy that, with the open mind here. I'm the guy are with you? the open mind. You are not. You are the closed-minded fool because whoa, I don't care whoa, whoa. If, if, I see, if I see Isabel's pizza, I'm going to have it. I don't care. I'm going into Isabel's pizza. I'm going into... You know, it doesn't just because you don't have the name that sounds like it belongs with that ethnicity who cooks that cuisine does not mean that it's bad. You, you've got to get over that. It's been a, this has been a stumbling block for you for years. This is not doing it. By the way, it's a, uh, I think it's a character flaw. I don't have any flaws. Everybody knows that. So I will tell you. Speaking of food, and you and I disagreeing on food, I had lunch with our good friend, uh, Darren. Oh, did you really? I love yes, Darren. I, Darren's great. I know you do. Now, what do you think of Darren uh, as a manager of people, as, a, as an important voice in New York? He's a powerful guy. Accomplished a lot. Yes. Run a lot of, used to run all the jingle balls across the country. We used to run the entire iHeartRadio, uh, tentpole events, all the, the all the festivals and all that stuff. And he's a, You would say he's a man of wealth and power and dignity he and class a, yeah, and culture? Yeah, he was at Madison Square Garden for the longest time running that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah what about it? Why? Well, so you know uh, you know he's a, a man, he's Jewish? Yes, I do. Yes, right? Yes, I do. So I told him uh, that I went with you to lunch at Sedell's. Oh, God. 
And he said, too much dill. That place sucks. The bagels are awful. Thank you, Mike Drop. Thank you. He said that? Yep. Without he you called. prompting him to say nope. it? Nope. I said, what do you think? And he that's exactly what he said. He said, Jews don't eat there. The bagels are terrible. And they cover everything with dill. That's not good. I said, I love you, Darren. Uh, I'm going to tell Scary. Uh, so. <laughs> Fuck you. So there uh, you go. You know what? I'm sorry. L- uh, listen, Mario Carbone, who uh, who <laughs> owns that place, I think he does a kick-ass Whoa, job. Well, Mario Carbone from the Carbone Italian place? Yes. They, that Sedell's is, is, belongs to his company, Major Food Group. That's so you're him. telling me, you're telling me, because I, I, I bought a jar of Carbone sauce, because you told me, oh, Carbone's one of my favorite places in Manhattan. It really is. I had a jar of Carbone sauce, I got to tell you. It's not as good as Rayo's. Oh. Not as good as Carmine's. Not as good as uh, as um, Victoria's. Not as good. Uh, that being said, his name is Mario Carbone? Mario Carbone. C-A-R-B-O-N-E? Correct. And he's an avid fan. So watch well, what you say. No, no. I, listen, I'm dying to go to the restaurant. You speak so highly of it. And uh, by the way, the sauce was excellent. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just fucking with you. It was excellent sauce. But here's what I'll say, Mario Carbone, if you're listening. I cannot wait to eat your Italian restaurant. But please, talk to a Jew before you open up a Jewish restaurant. That's all I'm saying. Ugh. I would like, Moish, <laughs> you, know, you know who should run, you know who should run Sedell's? Oh. Stan from Stan's Tacos. <laughs> he should give up his taco stand You're and he terrible. should go over to run Sedell's. And Sedell's, we're done. Perfect. Sedell's is so popular and it's, it's, it's so good and it's hitting yeah. Checking so many yeah, boxes yeah, yeah. that they're opening all over the place. There's now a Sindel's. You, you, you know There's what else is uh, very coral. popular? What? Very popular. What's growing like crazy? Monkeypox. I'm not eating that either. You are you are something else, David Brody. Uh, you, yep. you know, you will never change. You'll never change. And, and the slices don't want me to. You're right. They don't. And I don't want you to either, frankly. Good. Hit the commercials. Oh. I give you permission this time. Well, well let's for the let the record show. Oh, David wait, no. Brody. Oh, well, David Brody is, is suggesting to go I'll to commercials. I'll tell you why. I'll because I'll, t- I'll tell you why. Because he's the one that that usually is the motor mouth that doesn't pause for commercials. But now he's throwing it out there. Oh, no, I'll give you commercials. No, no. I want I got an Italian food story. So do you want my Italian food story to piggyback with the Italian food restaurants we're talking about? Right after this. All right, fine. It's the Brooklyn Boys Podcast. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, I'm Bruce Bozzi. On the last season of Table for Two, we had some good times at the table enjoying lunch with some of the best guests you could possibly ask for. People like George Clooney, Julia Roberts, Scarlett Johansson, and the beautiful Sarah Jessica Parker, to name a few. 
Table for Two is a bit different from other interview shows. We sit down at a great restaurant for a meal, maybe a glass of rosé, and the stories start flowing. It is intimate, revealing, and often hilarious. We're back for a second season, and the guests are going to be just as incredible. We'll be breaking bread with Colin Jost, Michael Mann, Divine Joy Randolph, just to name a few. And this time around, we're going even deeper, and we'll have something new for you each week. We'll talk about the big breaks, heartbreaks, and of course, food. So I hope you'll pull up a chair and join us for the latest season. Listen and subscribe to Table for Two on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Chelsea Handler, and if you listen to my podcast, Dear Chelsea, you know that I love making space for women to share their stories. And that is why I'm excited to be part of Women Take the Mic, iHeartRadio's celebration of women who make music, influence change, and create culture. All month long, your favorite voices from talk radio, music, and podcasting will highlight the remarkable achievements made by women and discuss the most significant issues facing us today. Search Women Take the Mic to listen to a collection of International Women's Day episodes from iHeart's top podcasts, including Angela Yee's Lip Service, The Psychology of Your 20s, and Dear Chelsea. It is a great way to support women and discover your new favorite show. Listen to Women Take the Mic on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Man, we're all over the map today. And don't forget that audio from... uh the uh, the big show coming up soon, and that yeah, is yeah, coming up soon, coming up soon. Yeah, so yeah, we're talking about Italian food, and uh, we have a big slice, big slice uh, that uh, listen to our show, and he invited me and you, but you haven't gone yet to uh, uh, to his restaurant, his family's restaurant. Yep, and I'm talking, of course, about Chef Anthony. Yeah, Chef Anthony well, is oh, the head. By the way, what's the name of the uh, the place? I'm going to tell you. Emilio's Bellato. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, now, you have to say it the way you say Ruth's Chris. Emilio's Bellato. Ruth bought Chris's steakhouse in New Orleans. That's why it's Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Emilio and, and Chris's family, they bought the Bellato restaurant, a famous landmark in New York. Yes. And he invited us. Uh, and so I took him up on the offer. My wife and I went there and we had, uh, what do you think we had? We had chicken parm. And we had baked clams, oh, yeah. and we had uh, spicy rigatoni, and we had some, uh, the, the focaccia bread is, forget about it there. Really good. Right on Houston Street. The place is just a landmark. Uh, it was delicious. Chris couldn't be any nicer. He's like, when's scary coming? I'm like, I keep telling him. I will be there soon enough. He gave us the corner table oh. that apparently is so popular that when we were done eating, there was a line out the door waiting to get in. So a couple comes in, they're like, oh, we have a table for you. They come in, they see that my wife and I are like wrapping it up, like getting ready to get up. And they go, you know what? We'll wait for that corner table. And they went back outside and got back online. We had the, we had the hot table, wow. scary. The hot table, the hot corner. So we ate early. We went to see a Broadway show. We went to see Kite Runner, which is like two hours and 40 minutes long. It was fantastic. If you read the book, the show's great. And if you didn't read the book, the show's great. But a lot of people read the book. So... The theater is on 44th Street. I want you to keep in mind, I did not finish my meal. The chicken palm was so big. The baked, we had big clams. We had a lot to eat at Emilio's Bellotto. So I, I had them wrap the, the chicken palm in tinfoil. Oh, yeah. Of course, what I do, you can't bring food into a Broadway show. I put it in my pocket. I sat through a Broadway show with chicken palm in my pocket. Palm pockets. Palm pockets. And then my wife says to me when the show is over, you know, it's like 1030 now at this point. 
We ate like five hours ago, four and a half hours ago. She says, you know, you're hungry? I said, yeah, I'm always a little hungry. She said, why don't we go to Carmine's, your favorite restaurant, which is right then, like t- five stores down. Like boom. Boom right there. So I go, all right, well, let me text our buddy Glenn, see if he's going to be there. I want to see him. So Glenn's like, I'm not going to be there. I'm sorry. I'm out of town. I'm like, ah, oh, we're going anyway. So we go. We sit upstairs. We get chicken palm again, baked clams again. Uh, and, and so we had baked clams twice, chicken palm twice. And this couple uh, next to us says, oh, what are you guys ordering? You guys been here before? Like, oh, have I been here before? Oh, I'm there all the time. So I, I talked them into all my favorites. And guess what they had for dinner? Baked clams. Baked clams. Chicken, chicken palm, palm and a penny olive Of course they did. And for dessert, they yeah. had the massive tiramisu. Wow. The best tiramisu on the planet. The best tiramisu. The best. So uh, I just wanted to tell you, I had I double chicken parmed and double baked clammed. Oh, God, baby. Oh, and, my God. And when you do that, you see the subtle differences between them. You can go like, oh, this had this quality, this had that. Oh, yes. Double chicken parm and double baked clams is the way to go through life, Scary. That's all I have to say. I'm telling That's you. It. And that'll give me a double belly, okay, and a double chin. <laughs> but, uh, but okay, I'll, I'll just keep going. Listen, I had some great pizza over the weekend at this place, 10th Street Pizza in Hoboken. It's been under my nose for years. Didn't even realize it. My friends have been calling me out for everything. 10th Street Pizza. Dude, it's Never a thing. Never heard. It, it, uh, I knew I just thought it was everyday corner store pizza. Well, we were there on Sunday. And uh, talk about being a Gavon. We got the Bufala, the, the square, the Bufala square pizza. And there's the woman coming out of the kitchen. I swear to God, she's like five foot one with the hairnet, with the cross around her neck and the dirty ass apron with the, with the sauce all over the apron. Her name is Marie and she's the cook. And, she, and I saw her in the back chopping up the Roma tomatoes. She, let me say this, the Bufala pizza, it's a square and it's crispy. It's got that crisp. They put real olive oil under there. It takes forever to make. I'm like, where have you been all my life? And she goes, you're not staying for Sunday dinner. We went in at Sunday at three o'clock. It was five o'clock and I'm, we're leaving there. Me and my friends, I'm like what? And we look at the sign. They do two seatings of Sunday dinner, 4 o'clock and 6.30, where they make just an all-out insane meal with, like, you know, meatballs and, you know, you know they, they do everything in the Italian world that you can imagine. And they do a, a, a free—I'm like, you guys do more than just pizza? I, I can't—Brody, there's so much to eat, <laughs> and there's so little—there's so little time and stomach space. I, I can't begin to tell you. It was phenomenal. What are we going? Oh, my mouth I'm, is, off, I'm, I'm, I'm starving. My, my mouth is watering right now. Oh, when are we going? I'm off that day. Let's go. <laughs> I, it was so good, dude. But it was it was all my calories for the week, um, and it was just exactly the way that you would expect it to to taste. And th- that got me on a TikTok um, fucking uh, rant, not rant, a, a TikTok, a TikTok. Uh, you know, wave of just seeing oh, pizza whoa, videos. Whoa, I'm looking at the menu, Scary. Yeah. The, uh, it's, I don't know if it's Bufala or Buffala. Yeah, Bufala. Bufala, Bufala. It's an expensive one, but it's worth every penny. Oh my God, it's $46. And it's worth every dollar. It's an eight, and it's eight slices. It's literally a square, it's a rectangle, and it's at two pieces on each side. Uh, boom, boom, wait boom, a boom, minute, boom. I'm, I'm looking at the square pie is 34, the classic's 24. What's going on with this Bufala pizza? Have you had Bufala? 
No. Buffalo cheese? No, but it's like buffalo, it's buffalo mozzarella, isn't well, it? Well, Google it. Yeah, it's a thing. And oh, and it's the more tenth, no, the, well the oh, fresh the the, street drizzle. Oh, I'm looking at the picture, the Sicilian and, with pepperoni. And, and they do sausage and peppers in there. And, and oh, not only do they do sausage and peppers. On. Brody, Brody. All right, ready? They actually do an appetizer version of sausage and peppers. They literally it's uncased. It's cr- it's crumbled sausage and peppers that have been cooked for three hours. So they're sweet as apple pie and in, in, in a dish. The sausage and the peppers and, and and it's just I can't begin to tell you. Okay, okay. And hold I'm on. Like, pasta, al- pasta al forno, crispy pasta baked with meat sauce and melted it's cheese. It's a thing, mm. and it's run by true Italians. Okay, when, when what's the person's name who runs it? Marie. Okay, now I'm gonna go. See, you just proved my point. No. Okay. So you, what you about said, that place? You, what said, about, no, no, okay. no, 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 you said real Italians run it, right? Real Italians, which means that's important to you. That's important for you to tell me real Italians. But when I tell you a taco place that Stan runs, you don't tell me, oh, Stan. You think it's Stan Gonzalez? Okay. This I is don't why think so. I'll give you one you reason. Lose. I'll give you, you a reason lose. why you cannot bu- judge a book by its cover. Because just a couple of weeks ago, Italians. a couple of weeks Marie. ago, a cute couple of weeks ago, you came on this podcast. And you said you went to Arthur and Sons. Now, if you just did, saw a sign that said Arthur and Sons, you, being closed-minded Brody, would walk right by it because Arthur is not an Italian name. Arthur but, Avenue is the most Italian but street you do in know, you do know Arthur and Sons to be an amazing Italian restaurant. So, booyah. You would have judged the book by its cover. You had no clue. You had no clue. What do you got to say now? Because Arthur is the Americanized version of Arturo. And his father's name Arthur is Arturo. Arthur could be a Jew. Arthur could he be a could Jew. Be. That's he right. Could be. So if Art, if it's Arthur's and Arthur and Sons, but what made you go there, David Brody? You still went to that one and you because, loved it be, because you one of the it? sons because one of the sons is Joe Isidori, who's Italian as the day is long. Okay, and that's all right, why I went. Right, all right, all right. And you know Joe. All right, I do know Joe. All right, listen, we've we've rambled on and on. We got to take a break, and then we're gonna uh, play that. And we're gonna when we come back, we're just gonna roll right into it, pretty much, right? Yeah. Uh, no, I got one more thing to talk about, and then we'll roll in. Oh, geez. Okay. What do you got? No, go ahead. Hit the jingle. Oh, you want to go ahead? Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, I'm Bruce Bozzi. On the last season of Table for Two, we had some good times at the table enjoying lunch with some of the best guests you could possibly ask for. People like George Clooney, Julia Roberts, Scarlett Johansson, and the beautiful Sarah Jessica Parker, to name a few. Table for Two is a bit different from other interview shows. We sit down at a great restaurant for a meal, maybe a glass of rosé, and the stories start flowing. It is intimate, 
revealing, and often hilarious. We're back for a second season, and the guests are going to be just as incredible. We'll be breaking bread with Colin Jost, Michael Mann, Divine Joy Randolph, just to name a few. And this time around, we're going even deeper, and we'll have something new for you each week. We'll talk about the big breaks, heartbreaks, and of course, food. So I hope you'll pull up a chair and join us for the latest season. Listen and subscribe to Table for Two on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Chelsea Handler, and if you listen to my podcast, Dear Chelsea, you know that I love making space for women to share their stories. And that is why I'm excited to be part of Women Take the Mic, iHeartRadio's celebration of women who make music, influence change, and create culture. All month long, your favorite voices from talk radio, music, and podcasting will highlight the remarkable achievements made by women and discuss the most significant issues facing us today. Search Women Take the Mic to listen to a collection of International Women's Day episodes from iHeart's top podcasts, including Angela Yee's Lip Service, The Psychology of Your 20s, and Dear Chelsea. It is a great way to support women and discover your new favorite show. Listen to Women Take the Mic on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Man, oh man, you are demanding today. You know what? Uh, uh, you know what? I'll tell you why. Because on Friday, Elvis let me talk for three hours on the show. For three hours. Not nonstop, but I was there the whole show talking like I had never talked on the show before. He let me do an Around the Room scary 24 and a half years and never did an Around the Room. He asked me what song I wanted to hear. Said, By the way, that's dangerous. You know why? Because you almost picked the eight and a half minute Master of Puppets from Metallica. Metallica. Well, he said to me, Brody, what do you want to hear? Anything you want. So I looked at him for a second. <laughs> he, the audio, yeah, I, I looked at him and went like, you know, Ixnay on the, what do I want? What are, you, what are we talking about here? Like anything I want within reason for the, for the, for, for the pop radio stations we're on? And he's like, no, whatever you want. So just to, to screw with him, I was like, how about Master Puppets by Metallica? Which is, of course, eight and a half, eight minutes and 30 seconds, roughly. And But I said, it's it's pop culture right now. It's it's a big deal in Stranger Things. And if we could play Running Up That Hill from the 80s, why can't we play Metallica from the 80s? 1985's Master Puppets album. So he was like, ah, we can't play it in a half minutes. So then I, I gave you a choice of some 41 or SR71, which are in line with what we would play. Correct. But also really kick-ass rock songs I happen to be a big fan of. That was fine. But I, you should have seen the look on Elvis's face. He was like, is it like, What I was like, Because <laughs> he said, he had that look like, well, he, you know, it is his day. I got to play what he wants. But then I, I, I kind of looked like, nah, I'm kidding. I gave him the I'm kidding look. So <laughs> That's great. But you almost heard Master Puppets. On the radio station. Absolutely. So. Almost. You were that close. Almost. Right. Almost. All right. So let's uh, let's just roll this audio real quick. Um, this was on Friday, August 19th. Brody, yes. take it from here. So uh, I told Elvis, he said, like, you got You want to come in and say goodbye? He said, explain and do whatever. I said, of course. Absolutely. I, I said, I'll come in at seven. I, I guess I'll, I'll be there for a few minutes and we'll play My Cat Is Going. I'll be done. I'll leave. He's like, well, I will play it by ear. And, and again, uh, you can go back and listen to the full thing on the Elvis Turn On Demand channel on iHeartRadio. You can hear the whole show. I did talk a lot more uh, throughout the show. Uh, but this uh, is me explaining my decision. Um, and, uh, you know, I was a little emotional. There's some pauses here and there. Yeah. But uh, if you haven't heard it, here it is. If you have heard it, I appreciate listening to it uh, again. And, uh, and that's going to be the way that we sign off. So 
Um, we will see you guys uh, with another podcast. We'll hear you. Uh, don't forget, sign up for the uh, the meetup at Benjamin's Steakhouse. Make your reservation. Make a reservation. We will be there no matter what. By the way, it was never in doubt that I would be there. Of course I would be there. Uh, wear your Brooklyn Boys merch if you have it. Yeah. I think that'll be a cool look for everybody to be there for picture taken in your Brooklyn Boys shirts. You know, uh, and... Uh, and that's it. So we'll, we'll see you. Uh, enjoy the audio. Uh, if you didn't hear it already, I hope it'll explain some things. And uh, continue to reach out to me on social media. Uh, I love you guys. Uh, peace out. And uh, it's cruise time, Scary. Yeah, we'll see you on the other side. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Well, here we go. Welcome to Friday. Hi, Danielle. Hello. Hi, Nate. Hey, Scary. Hello. Gandhi. Good morning. Froggy. Hi, Frog. Good morning. Hello, Dave Brody. Good morning, Elvis Story. Welcome to our show. Good to always be here. You, you've been here forever. You've been here <laughs> uh, for 24 years? And a half. <laughs> <laughs> but who's counting? But who's counting? <laughs> so it's been kind of a weird, uh, very weird uh, couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And uh, Brody's back to talk to about what's going on. Well, so August 8th was my last day here on the show. And... Since then, uh, I found out how many people actually care about me and how many people come up with crazy ideas as to why I'm not here. So if I could just dispel a couple of rumors. I'm, yes. I'm not dying of COVID. Good. Oh, that's good. I did not stop coming in because Scary called my daughter an a-hole. Good. He did. Oh, that's right. That as happened. Fact, <laughs> Scary called his daughter an a-hole. <laughs> and then she actually said, well, maybe I am. <laughs> so my youngest daughter listened to the podcast that, ep- that, that episode, which I think is 227. And she said, I listened to the podcast, Dad. I said, yeah. She goes, uh, well, at least it wasn't me. I'm the youngest. <laughs> so, Scary made sure to point out it was my oldest daughter. So, you, you're you not absent because Scary called your right. daughter an asshole. I'm also not absent because Gandhi picked a fight with me. Gandhi demanded I be fired. Gandhi hates me. I can't work with her anymore, so I stormed out. Uh, Gandhi and I are friends. I love Gandhi. Gandhi, say something nice. I love you Thank very you. much. No, I know, I know, but where did that one come from? Because that, right. that, that was like the furthest from the truth. I, I don't know. I, I have no clue. Other than it's, other than it's further. I mean, I, I would have quit because it's scary normally. But right. Absolutely. Like it's a possibility. But not Gandhi. So <laughs> Thanks, if you want to hate her, hate her for other reasons, but not that. Right. Yeah, we, we have a list of reasons to hate her. I know. Yeah. I was like, wait a second. Yeah. The only, the only good thing is my youngest daughter and my, and my middle daughter said to me when they saw it, because they were monitoring the tweets and the chat room pages and the ongoing conspiracy and you know love and support. I said, Dad, wow, you really do have fans. Wow. <laughs> So, well, you, well, to be fair, you knew that all along. Well, but they didn't. Okay. But you, but you knew. I, I've been here longer than all three of my kids are born. So to them, this is their life. And they're like, oh, yeah, dad goes to work. But yeah. when I would say, like, you know, people like me, like, oh, yeah, okay, they don't live with you. Right. You know, or, and when I got verified on social media, they're like, oh, well, maybe you're something now. But that now, it? now that I have, a, according to the listeners, a fan army ready to strike, mm-hmm. they are, uh, they, they actually believe in something now, that I actually have some people you that have like me. Yeah. the cool factor now. Almost. <laughs> All right, well, let's, let's, I mean, there are so many layers to this story. I don't, where do you want to begin? Have you thought this through? Like, how, how do we get through this? Oh, yeah. Well, so August 8th, I said, was my last day. August 9th, my oldest daughter came back from Europe. She's oh. now back living with me. She had graduated college, went off to study, you know, go for her master's and whatever, you know. Young enough to go around the world. So, um, and I realized after 24 and a half years that I have put this job ahead of my family. I always have. It's that kind of job to me. You know, it was always important to stay up late and get up early and go home and not go out and, and write all night or look for topics and different things. 
and podcasting and all that. And I, I, I feel like now's a good time in my life to put my family ahead of my job. Um, you know, I, my wife got a nice big raise recently. I'm very proud of her. She's awesome. So that's going to be helpful. Uh, I have the podcast with scary, but, uh, people also thought I was not, I was leaving cause I didn't want to move uptown that I'm such a curmudgeon. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want to, hey, I'm with you. I didn't want to move. Uh, <laughs> I, I would have moved, but it seems like the summer's here. We have vacation. My family's home and it is a, it's a big move to go uptown and pack boxes and, and all that. And I thought, oh, I don't do that. <laughs> and I just felt like if I'm going to make a change, this job has monopolized all the other things I wanted to do, like the write the book I keep talking about. And you and I had lunch where you were a little tipsy. You promised me some things. I'm going to hold you to it. But you're like, whatever you need, I will help you with. And I thought, well, if he's going to help me, maybe I can... <laughs> Maybe I can do some things. So I have some ideas for some TV shows, which I'll talk to you about. Okay, I'm in. Uh, I'm going to borrow your ghostwriter, hopefully, the one that, that very lightly <laughs> helped you write your book. Very lightly, you know, check for typos. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I pursue some things that, you know, I didn't accomplish in my life because I'm at that point where I want to accomplish some other things. But, boy, I feel like I've accomplished a lot here. So I don't know what else to accomplish here that I haven't. And I just thought, oh, yeah. Writing's on the wall. I think it's I think it's time you make a decision. And so you gave me off for the day to go to the airport and pick my daughter up. And I just thought, you know, I kind of like this spending time with my family thing and sleeping late. And so. oh, what's that like? Oh, the thing is, is during this process, the process has been stressful. Yeah, <laughs> especially for you. Yeah. Well, and so we were not allowed to say anything. Yeah, you know, corporate muckety mucks. You, I know. Listen, they've been very gracious in all this, but you know, you, you, we have we have paperwork and contracts and different things, and while that's all being worked out, you really they don't want you to talk about it, so we didn't talk about it. But people thought you weren't talking about it because it was some espionage, right? No, some, because Gandhi had you fired, right? Gandhi, had yeah. fired. Gandhi <laughs> demanded it was either her or me. That was that was one of the one of the things I read. Was it? Said, uh, well, I had no idea how much power. Honey, it would be me. You're so powerful. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad you're here to. Well, I'm glad you're here. I just wish the 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 peppy pals didn't do horoscopes or the. Oh, that was awful. There's the positivity. I know. Pals. Yeah, whatever. You know, it, it was a mo- it's moments like this. I'm thinking the wrong people are leaving. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it was 24 and a half years ago. We were doing our morning show in Secaucus, New Jersey. Elliot and I had a morning show, and Danielle and Scary. And then one day, Elliot walks in and says, "Hey, there's this guy. He keeps sending jokes and stuff." Let's talk to him. I mean, we don't have a budget. <laughs> yeah, he'll work for free. Oh, wow. <laughs> yep, and he did. And he did. So Dave Brody joined us in our little awful studio in Secaucus. We were number 24 in the ratings. <laughs> and after Brody, he got us all the way up to number 19. <laughs> and as a matter of fact, you worked for how long without getting paid a penny? Uh, about a year and a half. He worked for a year and a half. He had had a job yeah. managing stores and Starbucks and things like that. Yeah, yeah. I met him in Express. You came up to me in Express and yeah. you were like, hi, I'm going to work for your show or something like that. And I was just like, what? Mm-hmm. Who are you? Yeah. Yeah, well, that was right. And I, why, I, why? Why? Why did you give up a paying job to come work with us I know. in a little room in a failing morning show mm. in Secaucus, New Jersey? Well... Many of you guys know this, but uh, I'm a survivor of childhood cancer, 
And that kind of shaped my life. I tried to find humor in everything because life sucked for seven years of chemotherapy and radiation. And my whole life, I found the way to get people to stop picking on me for not having hair or whatever it was that was they were picking on me for was to make people laugh. And so I started writing song parodies in school and getting in trouble somewhere around sixth grade. And uh, I started to do it part time with some various companies and then one day I got a cassette of a cassette mm-hmm. of all of the work I had done. And I said, gosh, who would want to hear this? Who would want to buy this? Because somebody was buying it. They were paying me to write $30 a script. That's what I got. And uh, the deal was, I'll, you know, I'll take the $30 for the song parody or the commercial script. And, but I want a cassette. I want uh, my audio. I want a copy of it so I can send it out. I want, you know, so uh, I said, well, gosh, who do I like in the morning? And who, who sounds like me comedy wise and who plays parodies at the time? And it was Elvis Elliott and the Z Morning Zoo. So I called the Jew which was Elliot at the time. I yes. said, I'll call the Jew. He's probably the one who, I'll, I'll cross my fingers. It was one of the two of you. I was like, I'll call Elliot. <laughs> so, uh, plus, I, 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 I can be a little Jewy. Well, yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. Um, and, and he seemed a little more loud and brash. And I was like, oh, maybe he'll appreciate my loud brashness. And I called him. I left a voicemail and I, I said, hey, I'd love to send this cassette. And he called me back and he said, hey, man, I appreciate you know you doing that. And you would just come back from Puerto Rico. Or you're going to Puerto Rico. He said, I'm going to Puerto Rico, but I'm going to have my producer, Scary, call you. And let's set something up. He goes, what do you want to do with your life? Uh, you know, what are you looking to do? And I said, I want to make people laugh for a living. And he said, that's what I want to do. You sound like the kind of person I want to meet. And so you guys went to Puerto Rico. Scary called me a few days later and said, hey, man, you got something you want to send in, a demo or anything else other than what you already sent? I said, yeah, I'll put some stuff together. And then he gave me a fax number and said, Elliot <laughs> wants you to fax, fax everybody, fax the telegram had just been replaced. And uh, do you want to fax in scripts? We'll produce them and we'll, I think I got paid $75 at that point. Big raise from 30 And then uh, they said, oh, come in and hang out one day. After like four or five parodies on the air that were well received. Uh, I met you guys in March of 98 at uh, Connolly's, where half the show was there and half the show was back in the studio because there was mayhem and things didn't work. Um, and so I think I met Elliot and whoever was there that day. And Scary said, oh, they'd love you to come hang out one day. Yep. But don't talk in the studio. Mm. Okay. They just stand in the corner. It was a rectangular studio. They said, just stand in the corner and don't talk. Elvis does not like when people come in the studio. He doesn't like guests. He knows who you are. <laughs> Is that where you got the name? Well, yeah, yeah. We called Dave the guy in the corner. Yeah. Dave wrote the guy in the corner because I stood in the corner the first few weeks. So he never said anything. Who's this guy? Guy <laughs> on the couch. He never so, talks. So Scary had his own little studio in the back. And the first morning I came in, Elvis popped in and he said, uh, oh, hey, Brody, nice to meet you. Everybody loves your work. It's so great you're here. And then I, he walked out and Scary went, seriously, though, don't talk in the studio. Don't just don't talk. Don't laugh. Don't say anything. So I stood in the corner. And, I, and at the time, I was faxing, again, freelance jokes to Jay Leno and Bill Maher and Conan O'Brien and whoever was buying my jokes. And so as the show went on, funny things were being said and there were news stories. And we had um, crumb cake that day. That was the free food. It was a big crumb cake somebody sent up for whatever. So we were eating crumb cake and there were napkins. And so I took a Sharpie and I was, this is before oh, smartphones, and I took, um, took a Sharpie to a napkin and I was writing jokes that I was going to fax into Jay Leno later in the day. He's on the West Coast. It was like seven in the morning. And Elvis looks over me and goes, what are you doing over there? I said, I'm just writing jokes for Jay Leno on this napkin. And he said, let me see that. He looks at it and he shows it to Elliot. He goes, that's funny. He says, You're going to stand in my studio and write jokes. and You write them for me. 
That's it. Get him some shit. <laughs> you sound like such a mafioso. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to do it, you do it for me. He's doing it for me. He goes, oh, get him some scrap paper and a pen. I'm like, Jay Leno, he's in my studio. <laughs> so I stood there and I wrote jokes. And after the show, Elvis looked at me and he said, you come back any day you want. I said, great. So I came back every, I was working nights and whatever. And I came back in the morning. And after a while, my wife said, oh, you really seem to enjoy this. This seems like a calling for you. You should quit your job. I said, what? He said, we don't have any kids yet. We don't have a house. I make enough money. Quit your job. So I have my wife to blame for all of this, <laughs> as do you. Uh, so thank you. Uh, and I, so I did. And I, I worked here until um, Tom Pullman, who's now the president of the universe, decided to pay me a small amount of money uh, every month. Very small amount of money. And then eventually Elliot left and there was all of a sudden uh, some money and I worked for you and him at the same time. I went to D.C. and traveled back and forth and uh, eventually there was enough money here to come work full time. And I said, you know, bye, El. See you later, Elliot. And I'm here. So 24 and a half years later, I come from writing jokes on napkins to this. So it's been a good run. And I have a really good legacy that I'm proud of. There's six people that are part of this morning show that I had a hand in being here. They had a much bigger hand in staying here, but you know, I had a hand in. I've, I've got former interns that are vice presidents of the company here, like Cinnamon, and morning show hosts in this building and around the country who are interns or people I thought highly of. So I hope there's enough people here that will carry on and I will find a way to make people laugh going forward. Well, since <clears throat> it came up in the circles that you were leaving, a lot of those people approached me and said, God, this is kind of crazy because he's the reason I'm here. And there's there's a lot. There's a, a lot of that going on right I'm now. I'm one of those people. You're, you yeah, you I are. I am, yeah. And you're the one that had him fired. I am. According to the rumors, you had him fired because you were mad at him. Yes, I got ticked. It's like the Black Widow spider. You have sex with her and she kills you. Kills you. Wait, you guys had sex? Yes, also that. <laughs> that would kill me. 100%. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I reached out to Brody. I think I was like 25 at the time. Um, I don't know what I was thinking. I applied for a job here and he actually wrote back and we... Started a, a, like a friendship via email that way a long time ago. And then, you know, all these years later, here I am. Yeah. Yeah. I called her. She doesn't Thanks, remember bro. the phone call. I remember the phone oh, okay. call, but it was an email first. Yes, it was. Yeah. Me, emailed me first. Yeah. Gandhi was called. very talented 10 years ago, and I just kept her in the back of my head and said, someday. And you, know. you always had a, a, an uncanny, incredible way of finding talent. So now what? Well, uh, the Brooklyn Boys will continue uh, for as long as uh, oh. Scary wants to do it, hopefully. And by the way, for $99.99, you can join them <laughs> Yes, Saturday, September 10th for the three-course prefix, which includes free dessert at BenjaminSteakhouse.com. Make a reservation now. Back to you. No, please. Plug no, all you want. I'm telling you, Scary's over here like pushing this on me. Don't, you know what? He's getting a very, very deep over there. But can you remind people? It's just $99.99. Well, I don't understand why they make anything $99.99. Just make it $100. Because really? it's a Brody thing. Well, you research will show you, and I'm sure this is the kind of thing Nate would know. Research shows that it sounds like less money. It does. That's why sounds gas, like you know, is. Rip me what? off. No. Yeah. And then, like, also, is the dessert free if I paid ninety nine ninety nine? Right. Yes, it is. <laughs> it, 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 it's like uh, there was a commercial last night for some pots and pans, and it was like, you're going to pay 400 No. 300 No. 200 No. Just five easy payments of thirty nine ninety nine. Well, that's five cents less than 200 Like <clears throat> they, they get you on the pennies. Yeah. It adds up. They it do. sounds like less, so... 
So um, make uh, sure you join them. But sure we'll get back to that in a moment. Yeah. And you can find me at my new email address, brooklynboybrody at gmail.com. So oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, Brooklyn oh, oh, boy Brody. Brody. Yeah. I tried every other shorter nonsense. combination that wasn't available. <laughs> there, apparently, there's a Brooklyn Brody, there's a Brooklyn comedy, a comedy Brody, a, a whatever. Okay. Brody Brooklyn. I couldn't get that. So Brooklyn boy Brody. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Vanessa Bayer, and this is my brother, Jonah. And we are so excited to have you hear the latest season of our nostalgia-themed podcast, How Did We Get Weird? Not only do you get to know me and my brother, you get to know the stories that made us the absolutely rad people we are today. Like you, Jonah, who's a music person and also a mental health counselor. And you, Vanessa, who is an actress, comedian, and I think you even wrote a children's book. Wow. I sure did. Check out our episodes where we've welcomed hilarious guests like our friend Andy Samberg. That's it. That's really it. And Queen Casey Wilson. I really went cart before the horse. I said, I think I have an opportunity to interview Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> As a high school student. Plus legendary sisters Amber Ruffin and Lacey Lamar. You would pull the bag out and then we would eat okay. the eat all the leftover the leftover chocolate chips, which was a lot. Then you'd roll the barrel oh, up so to fun. up the hill. And then one of us would get inside the barrel and they'd push you down. And we've also had an amazing guest like Mike the Miz, Jason Isbell, Carrie Brownstein and Corin Tucker of Slater Kinney, and many more. And you do not want to miss out on our funny segments like Change.Dork. <laughs> Change.Dork. And congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Listen to our podcast, How Did We Get Weird, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Bruce Bozzi. On the last season of Table for Two, we had some good times with some of the best guests you could possibly ask for. Table for Two is a bit different from other interview shows. We sit down at a great restaurant for a meal, and the stories start flowing. We're back for a second season. We'll be breaking bread with Colin Jost, Michael Mann, Divine Joy Randolph, just to name a few. Listen and subscribe to Table for Two on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.